call the dish that's fit to air. Cindy Adams is on 77 WABC. Okay, welcome back. I am at this moment going to speak with Eric Mazza. He is the monthly magazine Town and Country's executive style director. Such a very highfalutin, high-class title. I don't basically know what the hell it means or exactly what this guy does. I only know that without my even knowing anything about it, he put me and my photo in this March month's issue. I had no idea it was there. Okay, so, Eric Mazza. So basically, besides directing a flotilla of eager 11-year-olds who desperately want to be fashionistas someday, what, what, what exactly is an executive-style director? Uh, I, hey, Cindy, thanks for having me on. I'm, I'm really uh, thrilled um, that you are my afternoon sugar rush today as I'm sort of like putting together the next issue of, of, of TNC that I sort of like get to have this this talk with you. So an executive style director, what do I do? I sort of like look at the landscape of fashion, of interior design, society, and I look for juicy, fascinating, entertaining, amusing stories to tell. And every now and then we put together, uh, you know, me and the other editors at at Tenant Country put together uh, a big, fabulous list that like the one that we featured you on, which is an ode to OGs, to the original gangsters who are still making trouble and mischief today. OGs? I'm an OG? What the hell is that? What's an, an OG? O- an OG is an original gangster. And so these are uh, people like yourself who've been at it for a long time, who are survivors, but who are still who are still working, who are still publishing, who are still singing, who are um, at the vanguard of culture. And I like I like I wrote in the in the, the magazine only in New York. Can you become, you know, a, a TV star after you've been, um, you know, at the at the gossip game for for four decades like you have? Well, where the hell else is there in the world? Who cares? You want to do this in Omaha? Nobody cares about Omaha. It's only New (laughs) York. Okay, so does a high-class executive-style director, such as yourself, you also get samples, free clothes? Uh, Yeah, every now and then some things come in uh, that are, that I mainly give away to my mother. This is sort of like the truth. They sent in a lot of makeup, a lot of lipsticks, and I have no use for this. Uh, I actually, you know, I face the world with the, with the mug I have. And so the nice lipstick that some of these fashion brands sent in, I just sent to Florida to my mom. Okay. What about schmatas? Don't you get clothes? I don't think that I look good at an after de la renta gown. That's what no, I'm no, getting. no, no, no. Doesn't a man? Do, you don't do anything for gentlemen. Uh, they need to send me more stuff. Maybe I haven't gotten <laughs> a good schmata that sort of like looks good on this body in a while. Okay. So, who are you? Where did you go to school? How did you get your training? I went to school uh, at the University of Florida. I was an English journalism double major. And I, um, my first semester of college, I, I knew that I wanted to be a journalist. So I thought, okay, I, I better kind of like try my hand at this. 
And so I did an internship at my local newspaper, uh, the Sarasota Herald Tribune. Uh, and I found out that I loved it. I loved sort of going out and finding the funny angle on um, the stories um, around town. My first uh, front page story was about a singles night at a blood bank. so like the thing wrote itself yeah it had to go on the front page um and from there i when i after i graduated college i went to work at uh, a great newspaper in miami called the miami uh uh new times where i wrote about uh the Cuban diaspora. I wrote about uh, deadbeat politicians, about gamblers, about rich people in the art world. And it was very good training for when I finally moved to New York to be the media columnist at Women's Red Daily. Okay. But Miami or Florida has changed. Now everybody there is senior. You have to come with a walker. It's the only way you can get around in Florida. What would you write about now, for God's sake, where the late dinner is five o'clock? That's what Florida is. I'll tell you exactly what I would write about. I would write about all these cryptocrats, all the kids who are making money on Bitcoin. Uh, everyone's moving to Florida. It is sort of like the if you don't want to pay income tax, you move to Florida. Uh, you know, you 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 stop in Palm Beach or in Miami or in Miami Beach, and it is popping. It, it's very buzzy. Every restaurant is packed. So it's not just like the retirement communities. Uh, the, the Golden Girls is a thing of the past. Miami somehow is like the new Monaco. It's a, it's a sunny place for shady people. I don't know what the hell you're talking about, but I've seen people there who late dinner is five o'clock. So what are you telling me? And they all go out after that since there is nothing else to do in Florida other than to get rid of the alligators. All they do there is they, they go to a gallery. There's nothing else to do in, in Palm Beach. Let me ask you something, Cindy. Have you been following this whole Julia Fox, Kanye West romance that I guess just ended recently? Well, not exactly. I mean, I wouldn't put Kanye as somebody I'm really looking up to. <laughs> and I'm getting tired of you if this is what you're going to be telling me. No. Okay, did you remember your first celebrity or your even your first mistake? Yes, I do. As a matter of fact, I speaking of Kanye, I'm going to tell you one more Kanye story. Uh, I was I was I was writing a story for Women's Wear Daily about Kanye's first fashion line, and I was sort of following him around various shows in New York, and he was with Kim Kardashian at the time, and. Uh, and his uh, and their child that just had a baby, and he turned up at the show with Kim and the new baby, and then in the next show he didn't have the baby. So in the middle of an interview with him, I was just like, "Hey, where did you leave the kid?" Because I couldn't remember <laughs> the child's name. I just I, I don't follow celebrity stuff really, and so I, and he was so offended. He was like, "The kid? We don't call it the kid." And I was like, "What do you mean? What do you call it? The Messiah?" <laughs> you know, and I, but I realized that day I was like, you better know the celebrities' kids' names if you're going to interview them, because otherwise they might get very upset. You were, you're better than I expected. You're getting better now that we're not talking about Florida. Okay, you were <laughs> listen. You were in Paris this week. Why? Yeah. 
I, it was Paris Fashion Week, so uh, twice a year, uh, or really four times a year if you count the couture shows, uh, the editors of Town & Country uh, go to Paris to see the new collections that the designers are showing. So it's everyone from Chanel, Louis Vuitton, uh, Balenciaga, all the sort of like the big fancy designers put on these very extravagant shows in, in, in Paris. And they're the people that, you know, we cover it in the magazine that our readers like to wear. Uh, and they're, you know, also our, our supporters. Who's wearing anything for now? I mean, we're all wearing T-shirts and jeans. So tell me, what are they showing there? Is it short, long, behinds or out, boobs are showing? Is it jeans, T-shirts again? What? Tell me if you just Sex came back from Paris. Sex is in, Cindy. What? Sex is all in. People want to, uh, they've been cooped up too long. They want to show off their bodies. Uh, the sort of like the hottest collection of the last season was by the designer Mucha Prada. And there were a lot of crop tops, a lot of mini skirts. And when she showed her latest collection, you couldn't believe the number of young women who turned up in these tiny, tiny, itty bitty skirts and 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 shirts like you could see everything and uh it, it was like you know attack of like the the washboard abs or something it, it was sort of they were ubiquitous these yes. women and like these very cute so what i'm saying is people want to show off their bodies again because exactly like you pointed out we've all been wearing sweatpants for too long they, they want to go out there they want to sort of like have fun uh, and they want to you know get laid oh that part is interesting <laughs> you have to bring that more into the conversation okay but not everybody is 11 years old and has a nice cute little adorable body and wants to use it what about people of middle age what are they wearing and what was it like with masks and cv restrictions in paris um i think you know we believe at the, at the magazine that quality and craftsmanship trumps all so in the same issue that you're featured we have a beautiful six-page story uh by one of my colleagues about the garments and the handbags and the leather goods that some of the oldest luxury labels have been making since their inception so we're talking you know a Vuitton trunk we're talking at Hermes Kelly and I, th I think that kind of quality of uh, luxury stands the test of time and it stands, uh, you know, it, it's impervious to trends. Like you're always going to look good in a Max Mara coat and a Chanel suit. You know this, I know this, everybody knows this. Uh, so really when you go to Paris and see that level of craftsmanship up close, you sort of like understand why it might cost an arm and a leg, you know, to buy the latest. Oh, um, enough already with that, please. My housekeeper doesn't know all this. Let me ask you now, you you printed my picture without asking me. You didn't tell me there was a photo in the magazine, a yeah. photo of me on my bed and you called me a diva. What actually does a diva mean isn't it a bit pejorative i'm not well, exactly sure whether the word diva means you're a bright light or a played out bulb what is it we are taking back the term diva we love the term diva just as much as we like the term snob they are uh they are terms that suggest um 
pace that that suggests self-possession that suggests that you know what you want and how to get it and so i think a diva is someone who uh, who says the kind of line that um, that you gave the documentary on uh, on Showtime? I, I I love it when you say, you know, you don't like it, go screw yourself. I think that is a, <laughs> yes. a diva statement. It shows class. <laughs> yeah, exactly, it really, and it shows that you really stand up for yourself. Class. Okay, listen, I have adored you, but I just want to say, be, under my picture. Under me is a photo of the Queen of England in a diamond crown, mink fur, and diamond wristwatch over long gloves as if she has to check the time. I mean, for what? To be sure she's not late for her appointment to pay Prince Andrew's lawyer or Prince Harry's psychiatrist? I don't know what that is, but I was grateful to be above Her Majesty the Queen. And now I have had enough of you. Thank you very much. Am I going to be in a future issue? Absolutely. <laughs> I love you, Eric. I really I love, love you. I love you too, Cindy. Talk to Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.